Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City, and I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy a good conversation about love, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over, and probably also listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. Pegging part two, a female perspective. This episode was a hell of a lot of fun to record. I learned so much. My guest, Hard to Handle, is going by a pseudonym because while we are talking about pegging, she's also going to talk about her cam work. She does live cam work online. That was a really fun conversation talking about some of her experiences with that and how she is building that into a uh, little side hustle. We told some funny dating stories, some good, bad, and ugly, including some stories about uh, oral sex gone wrong and a story about champagne and anal play. So I know you're going to enjoy this episode. All right, on Keep Them Coming, I am joined by someone who's going to go by a pseudonym today. I'm going to call her hard because she's going by her handle which is hard to handle, 37. Because we're going to talk about some really interesting stuff today. So while Hard is a um, business professional and a creative here in town, she's here to talk about some more fun things. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Well, um, like you said, during the day, I'm a creative professional. But for the last six months, I've started doing live camming. Let's see. Mm -hmm. I started on Chatterbait. Now I'm on Pornhub site, which is a stream mate. Gotcha. So when those ads pop up that say, talk to a talk live to a girl. girl, yeah, it's like ah, interactive porn, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very good. So how have you found that platform to be for? I, well, I really prefer the Streammate to the Chatterbait, actually, mm-hmm. because it's more exclusive shows is basically what I'm doing. So kind of I'm, no one's getting anything for free, which right. is like kind of what I like about it. To um, me, if you are going to get good content, you need to pay for it. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's a subscription that you sign up for. So, well, actually, no, it's free to sign up, but they do, you know, take a credit card mm-hmm. to have it on file. So if you want to, you, you kind of have go there for an intent to kind of have a private uh, encounter with the person or they also have where they do kind of like a live show but I don't really do that anymore mm-hmm. I like the more intimate gotcha. one-on-one so yeah. let's say so this is one-on-one one-on-one for okay. the most part um mm-hmm. I mean anyone can come in kind of but while anyone's kind of coming in and kind of checking me out and saying hello I'm pretty closed and nothing's really happening so everything Mm kind of happens once someone decides that they want to kind of take the conversation further I guess gotcha gotcha so I did have someone on before who did cam work she's not really doing it right now but she was just talking about some of her previous experiences and hers was not so much the live it was more of um she'd get requests to make certain content okay and then like put it out there for people um so is yours more like it's a live chat. It's and a live people are chat. People are chatting, asking you to do things mm-hmm. or show you things. Okay. Live chat. And then I also, I've kind of started, so I've, I have um, like a Snapchat and Instagram, Twitter. So, um, you know, clients can kind of get with me there to schedule things or if they want, you know, 
they won't have the certain fantasy they want to play out. I will kind of talk about it there. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I just actually, was it Thursday night? Uh, I had somebody, which I wasn't even planning on working, but he wanted to, he wanted to do a shower, like wet t-shirt shower show. Oh, uh-huh. So I'm like, sure. Okay. Easy. I had an event at work actually. And had been drinking, so it was like, all right, let's have some fun bath time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I'll do kind of stuff like that as well. It's fun. Gotcha. Very good. And you've yeah. been doing this about six months? About six months, yeah. Yeah. So what got you into it? Well, I needed money. Right? <laughs> so I kind of, I didn't really want to get a part-time job. So I had talked to my therapist and I had all this stuff kind of going on in my life. And she's like, okay, when you come back here, you need to have a job and you need to have hired an attorney. I had some kind of custody stuff I had to deal with. And she's, so I'm like, yeah, okay, you're right. Like I had put it off for a couple of months and it was to the point where I'm like, I'm going to be homeless. I, I've got to do yeah. something. So I, one night I was like drinking I think it was a Friday night. I'm sitting around and kind of like thinking about different things I can do. I was looking at wet restaurant jobs and I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I had actually had a little bit of experience, kind of checked out some of these sites prior because an ex of mine wanted to, we had looked at doing some amateur porn. Mm-hmm. So I just got onto Chatterbait one night, signed up and thought, okay, well, let's see what happens. And it ended up being really profitable. I started having a lot of fun doing it. It was really mm-hmm. empowering, really like built up my confidence, I feel like. So mm-hmm. I then just kept going. It started like paying my rent and my therapist was nice. like, okay, yeah, yeah. At some point, you know, you got to think about what are you going to do now? Is this, are you going to make a business out of this? Right. Or And to me, my personal opinion is sex work is work. It doesn't matter if it's in person or online, like it's, it's all valid. It is. It is work. And, and, <laughs> and it's a lot of work. I mean, I did a lot of research trying to figure out how is this going to work? How can I make money? What's the best times to get on? Mm-hmm. What kind of outfit mm-hmm. should I wear? What is the most, you know... I'm and I'm learning all these new. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty open with my sexuality, but I'm like, oh, do you do this? Do you do this? What What even is that? I don't. And real quick, you <laughs> hop on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yeah, or I'll just say, what is that? And I'm like, okay, all right, sure, yeah, whatever. I'm a sexuality educator, and there's still sometimes people send me things, especially if it's like initials for something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I get that a, a lot. Pog? I'm like. Did, what did somebody um it was small penis humiliation do you do sph what's sph and then he sends me his small penis i'm like oh yes yes, yes I, I can do, do that absolutely <laughs> <laughs> i can totally totally do that for you those are kind of fun fun mm-hmm. ones to do <laughs> Actually, i think to me it's almost like the more absurd the better so i'm like yeah okay let's uh sure do you find that it's more fun for you to do things that are more submissive or more dominant? I think I prefer the more submissive, actually. Mm-hmm. But I don't. sometimes it's fun. I, I like both. I like both. I like just exploring it. And I wanted somebody. Um, I get a lot of, like, stepmom and, like, mm-hmm. mom type of role play. A lot of that. Which, that's kind of fun. And it's almost like the more taboo, the more kind of, like, sexy it is. Yeah. So, Yeah. I have a partner that likes to call me mommy and uh-huh. get punished. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just his thing. And it, like, I guess at first it's kind of like, mm, but then I thought about like, I've definitely called a partner daddy, like smacked his ass mm-hmm. and like, yes, daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's not that I want like have any like weird fetishes about like, 
yeah. father or a father figure that I want to have sex with. It's just, it's I don't just know. It's just sexy. Yeah. yeah. I had an ex who, he always wanted me to call him daddy. And mm-hmm. I was like, and this was right after my divorce. And I was still like, just, I feel like this guy actually really kind of helped me kind of open up sexually. But I was like, oh, I'm, that's, that's weird. I'm not calling you, that's just, you know, whatever. And now I'm like, I actually bought a shirt the other day that says, yes, daddy. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, things have... Things have changed over yeah. the last few years, I'd say. Isn't it fun exploring <laughs> it like, is, new horizons? Yeah. It really and... is. It really is, yeah. Plus, for you, you get to learn and explore some of these things with the safety of a screen exactly. between you. Yeah. And, yeah, being a little bit more fantasy. Like, I'm sure it's helped you explore, like, ooh, how do I really feel about this? Right, exactly. Because you have a little bit of that detachment that mm-hmm. you're not, you're not as worried about him. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you're worried about him. Like, obviously, he's there to get off at you doing the thing. Right. But, yeah. That but how, yeah, cool. how is this making me feel? Mm-hmm. It was the, the other day, actually. I've not really done a lot of, like, bondage stuff, although I've been kind of interested in it. And mm-hmm. I got – actually, I the guy I'm seeing now, it was his birthday. So for his birthday, I got a ball gag with mm. um, handcuffs mm-hmm. and made him, like – he had never, he knew I camped, but he had never really participated in it, didn't, you know, know much about it. But I just sat him in the corner and tied him up and made him just watch me do my show for like an hour or two. Nice. Yeah. But I had And then untied him and let him fuck you or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Exactly. Exactly. So I like it. Yeah. It was super fun. <laughs> um, but I, it was recently that I had a guy, actually he's kind of become a, a repeat, repeat client, but he, we did like a whole bondage type thing and Mm -hmm. I mean he's young too I think he was like 20 Mm -hmm. but it was super super sexy I mean it was probably the most turned on I've been camming um I think the whole time so yeah it was hot yeah it was just something new tell me more about what that scene involved if you well I have this um so I've got a ball gag and it has like handcuffs mm-hmm. that tie to it, but I can't really, I mean, I can't, I need my hands. Right. Um, I have this like straddle thing. It goes around your neck and then hooks around your thighs. So it pulls your legs up. Uh-huh. Um, so there was, we had that, uh, my ball gag. I've got like a, kind of like a clit sucker like vibrator the type thing. I guess so. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want one of those so bad. This one actually is okay. My old one broke. I think I... I think I, like, I'd soaked in water cleaning it or something Ah, and mm -hmm. jacked it up. But, um, so I'm waiting on another order. But, yeah, that, what else do we have? Paddles, butt plugs, dildos, nipple clamps. It was just, like, and it was a long time. I mean, it kind of depends. Some guys want it, you know, 10 minutes. They want five minutes. Mm -hmm. Some guys want like 30 minutes, an hour. So those to me are way more fun because I have time to just like really get into it. So it was, yeah, that was probably like, I bet an hour Mm -hmm. that we did. And it was super hot, super, super hot. Nice. Uh And he's like, well, I know what he looks like now, but he's been one that doesn't want to show his face. I don't think or didn't, but I've seen him now. Now he sends me pictures and stuff, Mm -hmm. but writes me poems. (laughs) A friend of mine that was a phone sex operator, she talked about how, like what you're saying is this isn't just always one-off people, Mm -hmm. that you do end up with repeat customers, long-term people, people that you can 
play out a scene mm-hmm. over multiple like takes. Yeah, kind exactly. Of. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and he, cool. he told me the other day, he's like, you know, I like, cause the other day he's like, I, it's not always about like the happy ending. I just like, you know, spending time with you and talking to you. And he's like, I just think you're sexy and I just enjoy watching you. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. <laughs> it's fun. There mm-hmm. is something about having someone else talk about their desire for your body yeah. and your looks and all yeah. that stuff. It is so like, no matter how much you tell yourself how pretty you are or mm-hmm. like people that are close to you, like having that man who you know like once you and it's all about your body yeah really does a lot for your self-esteem and I don't know what it is about it like yeah it wasn't until I started getting really sexual the last couple years and I had lost a bunch of weight and I wasn't still comfortable in my own skin yeah and hearing these men be like god your body's amazing I'm like no thank you I appreciate it but thanks and I had to just start learning to say thank you right rather than like tell them to stop or say no because I mean a lot of them have pretty banging bodies so (laughs) When I'm like, if you've got that body and you're telling me how hot I am, thank you. Yeah. I will take that. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's a turn on, definitely. Mm-hmm. God, one guy I'm with right now is so fucking hot. <laughs> nice. Oh, I can't even. I can't even. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before I talk about him too much in my podcast, because I don't know when he's going to start listening to my show. Uh, yeah, so... One of the things we talked about off air, which I have uh, an episode, it'll probably already air by the time I do your episode. Okay. Uh, did an episode recently about pegging, which mm-hmm. we kind of, that's actually the original reason that you reached out yeah. because I had put a post up on my Instagram page saying, hey, who's got experiences with pegging and wants to talk about it? So myself, I've only done it with one partner uh, one time. Okay. Uh, kind of the same for yeah. me. Well, yeah. Did yours go well? Oh, it did. Yeah, it was. Well, I guess we did it a couple of times, actually. Mine was kind of <laughs> mediocre. Uh, the problem was he picked a toy that I think was a little too large for his first time. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And it was a double-ended dildo. Uh, and, I and the straps, for those. The straps were just kind of um, not high quality, so they were uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's just, like, not a natural motion for women. Right. We're not used to doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, we use a lot of lube, but he just still, five minutes in, he's like, and then I'm done. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. I was just starting to get warmed up. Thanks. Well, it did, like, at first for me, it was kind of weird, you know, but, um, no, it ended up being super hot, and it mm-hmm. was kind of a turn-on for me. I've, like, actually made him call me daddy. <laughs> nice. I like it. But we had kind of, we had built up to it. So we had like a long distance thing. He had been using plugs and stuff. And we had, we had um, done a lot of anal play before with me. Mm -hmm. Um, Not really anything with him. And I didn't even know, but anything he was into, he would just tell me. He was very open. So um, yeah, he started getting like plugs and stuff and he'd be using those. We'd be like FaceTiming Mm -hmm. and Then we, he was coming up for a weekend and um, building up to that, I mean, we would, I mean, we'd like shop on Amazon for sex toys all the time together. And so, you know, we're picking out, we picked out a strap on, picked out all the different things we wanted to play with whenever we came in. We'd had like a really nice, actually really fun night. We went to Rhythm and Booze over here. Mm -hmm. um, 
got hammered all night and <laughs> did some cocaine. We stayed up all night long and just had sex all night. Um, Coke's a hell of a drug to <laughs> fuck all night on. Yeah, yes. we used to. We used to. I have a hard time orgasming on cocaine though. Oh, I don't, and either did he, which is really? surprising. For or, I mean, usually, or he didn't have a hard time keeping it up or mm-hmm. anything. We used to have coke on hooker weekends. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we, I, I don't know how how many times we had been. I think we had had sex, like, in my bedroom, in the living room. I mean, all over. And he's like, you know, get the strap on, whatever. Which, same thing with my, st- I got a new one after this experience because the strap kind of, like, went up my butt yeah so it's like it like hurt my crack when I'm like yeah <laughs> it's not especially if it's not a high quality material yeah some of them are like that nylon rope and mm-hmm. it just isn't no well that's I ended not comfy. up getting like they're they have straps that go over your butt cheeks yes a different yes. one and way better way 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 better were but, you able to just buy the harness by itself mm-hmm, okay. yeah and I just used my own dildo mm-hmm. that I what, what do we get for him I think it was like a Maybe like a seven inch, but he is a big guy. Mm-hmm. He's like six four. Oh, he had a huge ass, like probably nine and a half inch dick. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, if I can take nine and a half inches, you can take seven. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Plus, there's like a floor. Like, there's a limit to our vaginas. There's not really yeah, a limit yeah. to your anus. Yeah, and I'm like, and you're way bigger than me. Oh, so yeah. he probably shits bigger than a seven inch dick. Yeah. Yeah. So he took it fine, but yeah, we had lots of lube. We used numbing lube too. Which ah, mm-hmm. um, don't I've learned don't get that anywhere else on your body because right. it stays numb yeah. for a while. Yeah. But and you do have to be you do have to be careful because you can like if you're going too hard and stuff. You know, if there's too much of a numbing agency to it, then oh, you might lose sensation yeah. and not know when there's like trauma or like pain. Oh. So I just always say be careful with that. Be careful but, with it. Yeah, that makes sense. You know. If it's enough to make him relax uh-huh. and all that, like, sure. Yeah. So it was, yeah, we had a great time. We ended up doing it at least a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Made him call me daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm getting all sorts of ideas for this <laughs> current partner who's kind of wild and crazy. So, hmm, we'll see. You know, it's the fun thing about trying new stuff to me is that it doesn't, it doesn't mean that I need to have those things with every partner, right. every experience. Exactly. But it's kind of like adding tools to my arsenal. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I know that I do enjoy this. But mm-hmm. and then there's other times I only enjoy things with certain partners. Like, it's compartmentalized. Like, oh, I would never do that with this partner, but I, I really agree. love with that partner. Yeah. And yeah. Like the punishment thing, I'm not really looking to punish this guy that I'm dating. The punishment thing is a mm-hmm. very separate and compartmentalized like oh yeah. yeah oh yeah well this guy too um after after that whole incident um of course we've had a very tumultuous we tried an open relationship all this you know back mm-hmm. and forth a lot of infidelity and so anyway after the pegging I look through his phone and find all this he's up to his own stupid bullshit again mm-hmm. so it was kind of like at the time when I'm doing it, it was almost like taking a little bit of aggression <laughs> So uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know that it would that I would enjoy it so much with anyone else, but there it was definitely like I liked that like domination. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I kind of still we're in a we don't really speak, but we're in like this meme group on Facebook together. So when I had saw your um 
your thing on face or on Instagram, I had screenshot it and sent it into the group. Hey, do you think I should do this? <laughs> because we kind of like, we just like dig at each other. Everybody knows our business. It's kind of a bunch of strangers. So it's weird. But uh-huh. um, so anyway, then like about a week later, I'm like, you know, maybe I, maybe I should. <laughs> Why not? So Hell yeah. Yeah. I asked him, I said, hey, I'm going to do this. Uh, podcast about pegging do you have anything you want to say about it like what do you like about it he just says it feels good <laughs> thanks man great but feedback he's like he's so over like they had nicknamed him peggy in the group he's just so over and everybody's like oh it's so gay and That's so he's kind of like me. all right i've had enough that's the thing that gets me about some men saying like oh only you know gay dudes do that or that's so gay like okay first off it is 2020 we don't call things like gay or right. call people fags stuff yeah. like that like let's move past that um we need to just think about how it is a whole and it feels good it feels good in. it feels say that good all the time yeah yeah agreed he was and, definitely not gay and i don't i don't and I'm, and how many of those men who say that's so gay love to put things in their girls butts right exactly so Whatever me, you're going to put think, in my ass is going in yours too. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think with him, he's like, well, I know it feels good for you and I enjoy doing it to you. So I want to try it on me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> it's how it began. I'm going to send my guy this episode and be like, so what do you think? What do you think? Should we give it a try? <laughs> Why not? Do you think you don't like it? Yeah. Yeah. I want to do it again. And I mean, I know how to do it properly. I'll be gentle. Yeah, exactly. I'll exactly. use the right lube and I won't get a toy that's too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, that's a whole thing is because this guy was huge. So anal with us, it was something we had to work up to oh, for yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, I enjoy anal, but gee. So, yeah, that's, that is a thing you got to work up to with a large dick. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know how it feels. I know, like, oh, no, don't do it too fast. Just, right? just oh, stop, stop. Just mm-hmm. hold it right there. Yep. More lube. <laughs> Let me breathe. Okay, slow. So slow. I feel like I, I know what that's like mm-hmm. quite well. So, yeah. <laughs> I did a whole episode on anal play. Oh, basically. okay. Because I had a listener who was like, could you please talk to your listeners about how – Anal sex is not just about like shoving a dick in your no. ass. God, I was like, no, no, it is not. Doesn't uh, matter whether you're male or female. It's not about shoving anything in your ass. No, uh-uh. it is about gently <laughs> with lots of lubrication. You want it to sliding feel good. something inside. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel good. All that friction and no, just no, no. Hmm. Someone was talking about like spit. I was like, no, <laughs> spit is not lube. Spit is not lube. I had this guy, it was a just like a Tinder hookup one uh-huh. time. And he had said he looked he was a very attractive and tall guy, so I kind of just had this image of what his dick was gonna look like. He's and he says something like, Well, you're not you're not a size queen, are you? So no. Okay. So first, anyway first warning. Right. So he shows up and we're, you know, doing whatever, and he just <laughs> spits right. On my asshole and sticks it in, which it was fine because it wasn't very big at all. <laughs> but I was like, but still, did that just happen? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Oh, God. That was interesting. Gentlemen, spit is not lube. Yeah. 
Yeah. We, that, that was the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, there's definitely been times where I've been torn between, do I stop this man and correct him? <laughs> or do I just keep going? I was just. Sometimes you just lay back and accept it. And you're like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, you're not I getting w- another chance at this, but it's fine. Right. Yeah. I was a little surprised, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. I mean, it felt good. Mm-hmm. Well, if he was that small, maybe it felt better in your right. ass that it did. Exactly. Vagina, I don't so. even think. Did we even? No, I don't even think he stuck it in my vagina. Oh, really? He just went straight for your asshole. I think so. I think so. He just yeah. knew what he was working with. So. I guess so. Fine. Yeah. Fine by me. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, guys, um, for most of you out there, you need to use proper lubrication for Please. anal and, and ladies do. for pegging as well. So, mm-hmm. um, Or, hey, ladies, if you're going to use a strap on to penetrate your female partner's ass, doesn't matter. Whatever it is, if something's going in your ass, Use lube. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, let's talk a little bit about just single life in KC and, okay. and all that good stuff. Sure. Okay. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute, so stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. And we're back. So, all right. I'm here with hard. <laughs> hard to handle. Hard to handle. Yes, yes. Came on to talk about, uh, you know, some fun personal stuff. I mean, I've, I've had lots of people come on to talk about, like, advocacy work and all this stuff. And we don't really get into talking about personal life. So I love the episodes okay. where we get to just talk yeah. about, like, sex and yeah. relationships fun. and dating, all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about just what your – so you're divorced. I am divorced. How have uh, you been divorced? see about five six years now Mm -hmm. so I really kind of I married a Catholic I don't know what happened after we got married but we just kind of like stopped having sex eventually Mm -hmm. and I think about after a year it was just like nothing Mm. and so that of course didn't last very long we got divorced kind of soon after that but then I started seeing someone kind of shortly after we separated I had met someone and he was very sexual and, you know, always wanted me to send him photos and just a lot of dirty talk and just kind of really, I enjoyed it a mm-hmm. lot and really kind of opened me up sexually, I feel like, whereas before I was just kind of, I don't know, almost felt shameful about mm-hmm. certain things or whatever, but I just kind of started dating and I think it kind of led me to where I am today, which is I'm doing the camming. Um, I kind of want to produce like an art series based hmm. on kind of sexual exploration and yeah so ooh, that'd be fun yeah yeah it's like something that I feel like I've been thinking about this entire time and it's kind of like okay all these things are starting to come together and what can I do with this mm-hmm. and so yeah I'm feeling really like excited about yeah where I am personally so well of course as a sex coach I love all things sexuality and sex positivity yeah. so tell me more about what you kind of got in mind for this this project well I've actually been working with a photographer a friend of mine um she's starting a photography business and I'm helping her kind of brand her business so um in exchange she's doing photos with me and kind of learning how to do shoots mm-hmm. and exploring different areas and I'm kind of like coming up well I want to do the schoolgirl shoot the last one we did was at the Kansas City Public Library we 
snuck around and did uh, like school girl type uh-huh. of shots um, and kind of explored like Art Alley, um, which if you check out my Instagram, you can see him on there. I did see your um, booty on there. Yeah, yeah, it's on there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure what I want to do with this if I want to do kind of been thinking about doing maybe because I'm an artist um so I'm thinking about maybe doing a painting series maybe a collage series using kind of uh the materials that are used like in the sex industry so Mm -hmm. fishnets lace you know pleather um whips all sorts of different things that I'm thinking about so Mm -hmm. I'm actually meeting with someone after this to kind of help me maybe reel it in (laughs) because I don't know what I'm doing yeah just doing things so Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, when you get that all put together and you have a space to do an exhibit, yeah. please let me know. I will, I definitely. For sure, for there. sure. Yeah. The the sex positive community in Casey is growing, yeah. I feel like. Um, you know, I, I feel like when I first moved back to Casey in 2010, yeah, there was talk about like the swinger community and there was a little bit of talk about the BDSM community, but... Um, I don't know. It just feels like things are all finally starting to like come out. They're bubbling up. And I don't think it's just because I'm emerging myself in these things. Like when I talk to people who, you know, just my friends who live in the city and I mention these things, they're like, oh yeah, okay. I've heard of that. I feel Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if it's social media, if it's technology, but we're just so much more exposed, I feel like. And so I agree. I feel like I'm, and maybe it's the same for me as well. Am, Am I just like learning about all of these things or is it just... There's just more of it. I don't think it's just us. Yeah. I think there's a lot. Like, I actually went to this event a couple of weeks ago called Wrestle Your Friends. Mm. Um, it's kind of a, like, a, it's a queer event for sure. But there, okay. I mean, there's, you know, straight allies there too. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just, you know, down on the mat and you challenge your friend to wrestle. And there's a lot of, like, drag queens and kings and... It's fun. Yeah, so I got to get up and just tell a funny story about being a sex coach and talked about the time that... Um, Unless I tell this whole story, it'll sound terrible. But <laughs> I basically was talking about how, you know, you know, when you have to, related to how you have to like build your confidence about your sexuality. Otherwise, like we can so quickly fall into a shame spiral or feeling mm-hmm. embarrassed about ourselves and about our bodies. So I had this time where a guy threw up after I was riding his face. Oh my God. <laughs> so. Here's the thing. <laughs> he lived close by, comes over and he picks me up. We go over there and he's talking about making me dinner. And he says, let's make some chicken wings. I'm like, and then we need to have sex first. Yeah. And he goes, why? I'm like, because hot sauce on oh, our hands and our I've, mouths is not going to feel good on experience. genitals. Uh-huh. Dumb shit. Burns. Right? I do not want capsaicin <laughs> on my clitoris. Thank you. So we go downstairs to do that. And he'd been after me for weeks about like, come over and ride my face. Come over. Please come over and ride my face. I'm not sure when I was. Okay. I like that. Fine. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm on it. We had smoked a joint and then go downstairs and then I'm on, on his face and I'm like almost there and any vulva owner knows that when you're almost about to come, that any change like pressure or speed or direction and anything like that kind of knocks you off and you're like right. out of it. So I'm mm-hmm. looking down at him and I'm noticing his breathing has kind of changed and his face is kind of scrunched up. And I'm like, are you okay down there? And he just suddenly goes like, mm, no, and like pushes me off and goes into the bathroom and I hear him retch. I was like, oh my God. Oh my god! <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of just laying there, and I started to put some clothes back on. Then I was like, "No, 
not going to leave. I'm not going to just leave. So, and like I put my hand down there and like. Right. Yeah. And I smell okay? it. Is it smell me? It, and I taste it real quick. I'm like, ah, no, everything. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. There's nothing wrong with me. So he comes out. <clears throat> He's like, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. And it's, it's not you. I was like, oh no, I know my pussy. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. Like what happened to you? He's like, I just got the spins. I had a drink before I came over and picked you up. I'm like, oh, so you mixed your drugs and you just can't handle that. Okay, got it, got it. All right. Well, he's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And he just kind of like lays down and he's just looking like shit. And I was like, that's okay. Just lay down here and well, we'll just fuck in the morning. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, he went with me for like 5 a.m. to finally that's finish the job. But yeah, he was like, he's like, was kind of like that. He was like, I would never have called you if you just left. I would have just been so embarrassed and not knowing what to do. So thank you for not leaving. <laughs> he did turn out to be an asshole, but that was, yeah, at least there was, there was that. But That's yeah, funny. never had a guy puke after eating my pussy. I, um, actually the guy I'm seeing now, uh, I puked while giving him a blowjob. Oh God, I did that once. Uh-huh. It was awful. It was awful. We had had tacos. He brought over red wine, which I don't normally do reds. And I remember why. Now I remember why. We had like pounded. I think, did I come home already a little bit tipsy from happy hour? Probably. I think that's what it was. Then we had to take like at least a bottle, two bottles, eat these tacos. And I mean, I'm just shit-faced drunk. And he's like, shove it in the back of my throat. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Like, here it comes. Here it comes. And it's and just And red wine whole. is just projectile, oh, too. And it's whole, like, it's whole chunks of onion, cilantro, pork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So embarrassing. Well, he, like, cleans everything up. Then, you know, we go to bed, whatever. The next morning, I'm, like, you know, half, like, what happened last night? I'm looking in my, like, the guest bathroom sink as I'm walking out the door to work. And I'm like, what? Did my sink back up or something? And then I'm like, oh, my God. That's, like, the taco From pits. him washing off his dick. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, you know, whatever. I did that one time. And it wasn't because I'd had, like, too much to drink or eat or anything <laughs> like that. Like, his cum tasted terrible oh i hate that it was awful like Ugh. it hit me in the back of the throat and then it got my tongue and it i don't know Ugh. if you had too much garlic or whatever something that day just did not and it immediately just made me like <laughs> like right on and like i, I kind of like like sucked it back oh. <laughs> because it was like in my mouth gross, while his dick was in my gross, mouth gross. so i just like sucked it back up and swallowed uh, it with like, uh. this awful awful cum i don't know what tasted worse the vomit or the cum but you know, I, I tried to play it off. <laughs> it did not work because that still has an odor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, he went in the bathroom and just cleaned up for about 10 minutes while I laid there with chunks of vomit in my mouth. So oh, my was, God. Yeah. Gross, gross, yeah. gross. But, Fellas, eat some fruit. Put some fruit in your diet. Yeah, he was my, <laughs> yeah, he was my coworker at the time, too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's embarrassing. Yeah, it was fun when I saw the next com- <laughs> the next company meeting. <laughs> oh, yeah, he. I mean, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, good times. Good oh, times. God. <laughs> Sexual mishaps, man. Sexual mishaps. It happens. It happens. Good to have a good good sense of humor, right? And mm-hmm. that's the shit that porn doesn't show, yeah. right? Is yeah. the like 
slipping and falling in your own cum that fell on the floor and my ex and I tried um he's like he saw something on a porn like shooting champagne up your ass he's like oh I want to do it like that's so hot blah 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 I'm like okay yeah sure so did we I think did we get a cold bottle I don't even know if we got a cold bottle of champagne but it was uh cold as fuck Uh it did not feel good one (laughs) no no okay no yeah, I'm a fan of sensation play, but I don't know that I like cold champagne. No. Ah. Did it the was bubbles just, feel weird, too? Yeah, it was just all too much. Yeah. It just n- wouldn't recommend. <laughs> I have such a vision in my head right now. It was like a, it's a funny story, but. Did he want to yeah. just like. Yeah, he like shook it up and like. Or, or did he want to like. Not the whole bottle. Not no, the bottle. No, but did he want to? Did he want to just like pour it and drink it off your ass, or just black, watch it, or drink it out of your asshole, or like? I don't. Know, I'm I think really he was. Here, I think but... he was gonna drink it out of my asshole, uh-huh. but we couldn't even get that, that far. far. But he, yeah, he like yeah, shook it up and was like spraying it in there, and I was like, uh, <gasps> nope, this doesn't feel good. Uh-uh. <laughs> so yeah, we bought a bottle to play with and then a bottle to drink. Ah. I think. Did rubber sheets, by the way. <laughs> no, we did it in the bathtub. Ah. <laughs> so it's like. Not very sexy at all. (laughs) We tried. We tried. Uh Speaking of some things that have to be done in the bathtub, ever participate in like water sports or anything like that? Water sports? Being peed on or peeing on somebody. Yeah, same guy that he liked the pegging. We always did all sorts of things. Yeah, he really liked to be peed on. Yeah. Never done that or had it done to me. I've never had it. Well, I did have one request it and I was like, no. I'm like... Yeah, sure, I'll pee on you. It does nothing for me. I don't care, but yeah, he's like stuck his leg over. And we would take showers together all the time, and like he's like, oh, will you pee on me? Yeah. We'd always, he'd always like to have sex in the shower, too, which I kind of have a nice tub for. It's got like a little seat, but um, it's wouldn't be my favorite thing. But I think because he liked anal play so much, mm. they like, he would always be like, it's we got to clean up. And, you know, so it, yeah, it was convenient. Mm-hmm. We would even like douche our assholes together. That's... The things we did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even going to say the things we do for love. I was going to say the things we do for great sex. It was great sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, we were. We were probably there, the there are days best I've done all liquid sexually. diets just to make sure yeah. I'm ready for some shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no seeds, uh, no grains, uh-huh. no corn, no salad. Uh huh. Take an X lax earlier today. I see. I've never gone so far as to do that. I'm pretty regular, mm. and I drink lots of water. So I had actually in the time that I was dating him. I don't know if he's even related to that, but I had like some. Well, I still do some serious digestive issues going on. So I like basically was on a liquid diet for I don't know how. So yeah, it was like, well. <laughs> I guess we'll just flush it all out. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Love anal play. Good So what do you currently do for dating right now? Um, Well, right now I'm kind of like, I wouldn't say I'm actively dating. I I told my therapist I'd started seeing um, the person I'm seeing again. She's like, maybe you should just not date for a while. (laughs) Fine. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm really just kind of focusing on doing my camming thing. I've started getting like social set up and started, I'm, I'm just focusing on that, focusing on 
and I'm kind of seeing this guy. He's got a lot of stuff going on as in his life as well, so mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. We're just doing like the once a week kind of thing, mm-hmm. but yeah, taking <clears throat> it slow. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's nice. It's good. I like. Yeah. It. yeah. But you've done the online and you've done oh, in I've person. Oh, I've done the online. And... Yeah, I've done lots of Tinder. See, I've done Bumble too, which I feel like it's mm-hmm. all the kind of the same. My friend, I haven't done Hinge, but she met her, the one who lives over here, she met her boyfriend on Hinge, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Hinge, Bumble, and Facebook dating last year. Oh, how was the Facebook? I saw that pop up on my thing. I only ended up going on one date from Facebook uh-huh. um, dating, and it was actually a guy who we had matched on Hinge, but I accidentally let it expire. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, he's like, hey, by the way, we had matched a couple months back in yeah, let it go. Um, but here I am again. Um, yeah. We went on like four or five dates, had some good sex. But he's like, I'm not really ready for a relationship. I was like, yeah, cool. I mean, I I, I knew that. The, yeah. You know. Yeah. I get it. Fun for the time it lasted. That was all mm-hmm. I was looking for. Thanks. It's kind of like, to me, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm like all about, I have a lot of girlfriends at work, a lot of single girlfriends that do the online dating. And we talk a lot about, about like, uh, what are they into? Like the circular dating or you date like three guys at the same time mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I really like, yeah, that's been my, uh, three's <laughs> been the minimum for me over the last couple of years. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. There are times where it takes two hands to count up. God, I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I've always been like more like a serial Monogamist, monogamist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't had anything monogamous in four years. And it's years. not even like in the last, and even like the last four years, it's, it won't even necessarily be a monogamous type of thing, but it's just like, I guess I get really comfortable with someone and it's mm-hmm. just, that's my person for a little while and then, you know, whatever. But yeah, I don't know yeah. if I have it in me to do all the like. <laughs> I like variety. Yeah. And it was kind of like once I would get somebody like to that level, then I'd hop back on or I'd meet somebody in person and like, oh, yeah, I just had people in my rotation. My yeah. Hero. Yeah. Which I think that's a good thing to do because you kind of, you don't get too hung up on one mm-hmm. person because that's what I found that I will do. And that's why I'm, I'm think it's good to take things slow because I need to focus on my own things. I can mm-hmm. get so wrapped up in someone. And so, uh, yeah. Well, and I I think sometimes this is maybe my perspective and tell me what you think. Since we've been married before and we've had like the thing, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the closeness, the intimacy, the living with someone, the like bonding and joining our lives. Yeah. It's almost like we're letting ourselves try to get down that path with somebody else because like that is what we want again. Right. With somebody and we've had it before. So it's almost like it's, I don't know, just slides in. Sort of. I think so. I've had to pull myself Uh back over the last couple of years to recognize like, oh, that's what you're doing. Okay, yeah, you just fucking stop that. Yeah. Yeah, I Uh agree. And I've, I kind of, I go back and forth all the time. I've enjoyed being single and I love having my freedom. But at the same time, I do miss having that person that's like kind of always your person. You can always count on them. They're kind of your cheerleader. But then I feel like I haven't found that in anyone I've dated over the last... I've had a lot of fun, a lot of casual experiences, but I'm kind of, I guess, I don't know, maybe getting back to the point where I'm like, all right, maybe I'm ready to have that and to even like, I don't know, accept it back in my life. It was something I was like, oh no, nothing serious, nothing serious, nothing serious. Right. 
I'm like, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, you, you said something that I think is very poignant that you have to be ready to let that into your life to mm-hmm. allow that level yeah. Yeah. to come to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was until like the last few months I was feeling like, yeah, I'm ready for like my person. I'm ready yeah. for somebody. And yeah. So now I feel like I'm attracting better quality. I agree. People matches now that even mm-hmm. though I've just opened my mind up to it. I think it's for me. Yeah. I So I used to, and I've had like, I've had fuck buddies and you know, it's almost like if that's what you're putting out, that's what you're attracting back. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I'm kind of just like a mindset like, no, that's not what I want. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm just not even going to entertain it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. When you start <laughs> focusing on what you want, it's easier to recognize when someone's not that thing. Yeah. And walk yeah. away. And the more time the I spend alone and the more time I spend with myself and figuring out what it is that I want in my life and how does this fit in my life. If it doesn't, that's okay. That's nothing wrong with that person, but it just doesn't, it's not compatible with what I want. So Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's when you're standing in a place of power of mm-hmm. your own. Yeah. And can make the, the decisions that are, are best for you. Yeah, I agree. And you have to be in a good, just a good place to do that. So. Exactly. But that also doesn't mean you need to be celibate in the meantime. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and have that's a lot of fun. I have not allowed myself to try to settle for anything that wasn't a really good fit. I had one guy last year day for like four months. And we mm-hmm. were a pretty good fit, but yeah. in, in the end he just wasn't ready for anything solid. Yeah. So he needed to grow up a little bit. Yeah. Um but I am no longer trying to like make something you know, mm-hmm. like yes we may have many things that are in common, but you know, timing can be a big thing. Yeah, or, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just mm-hmm. trying to be myself and be authentic and see what yes, you're attracting. Exactly. Yeah. If you like what I have to offer, awesome. Stick mm-hmm. around. If Great. not, like yeah. cool, like we'll move on. I'm not for everyone and I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. And the older I get and the more I learn about myself. And I'm just more confident than I, I think I was 20 years ago mm-hmm. or 10 years ago even. Oh, yeah. Same. Still a whole different person. I am way more confident at mm-hmm. 39 than I ever was at 29. Oh, yeah. I love, yeah. loved my 30s compared to my 20s. Oh, my God. same here. I feel like I really just started to kind of come into myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is like the, I don't know, what did they say? 30s, 30s and new 20. 20 or 40s and new. I, I feel like the older 20. I get, the better I get. And mm-hmm. I'm embracing it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like fine wine, right? <laughs> That's yeah. Right. <laughs> So what's next? So you talked briefly about how you got to kind of turn the camming stuff into a business. So yeah, do you want to tell people how they can find you? Sure. So um, probably the best ways to find me, you can find me on Instagram. It's hard to handle 37. You can find me on Streammate or if you're searching Pornhub, the live cams, um, hard to handle 37. You can go in and favorite me so that you'll get a little notification when I come on mm. um but yeah I post my schedule on Instagram every week so you can come see me or message me um or just check me out very cool <laughs> so what yeah. are some of the things that you're doing to really build this into something that's I mean it doesn't sound like you're looking to leave your full-time you know day job that's your your probably thing that's not. probably your passion this yeah. is just more of like hey I'm having fun and I'm, I'm making having money, some but... fun with this and I'm also I think 
I in my my career I would like to freelance eventually. So it's kind of teaching me a lot about business and how it works and taxes. And uh-huh. I just did my taxes here recently and like, oh, I can write this dildo off. And, yes. You know? Oh, my God. Isn't it so much fun writing off dildos on your taxes? Every time I shop for something new on Amazon, I'm like, oh, well, it's a tax write-off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just learning how that works and how to promote yourself. I found Instagram seems to be a really good tool. I'm finding that to really promote yourself. And everyone's promoting themselves on Instagram. It's, a, it's slightly more sex positive than yeah. Facebook. Facebook, oh, you can't say. even like sell an ad that says sex in it. And um, I am on Twitter, although I don't know if I'm catching on to Twitter. Twitter, I feel like, is so hard. Because like the lifespan of a tweet is something like 18 seconds. Mm-hmm. So and unless you're just... Yeah. And you've got to almost like find... People who are already out there doing the thing, uh-huh. follow their people. Right. See who you can get and to follow back. And that's kind of what like, I've been doing. And that's what I've been doing kind of on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just can't really. And I think with Instagram doing mm-hmm. um, lives, mm-hmm. just, hey, I'm, you know, yeah. and I'm doing the thing and it's going to be at this yeah. time, you know, yeah. check me out at blah, blah, blah. And that gets seen. And then when I post, I can like do a little, here, I have a new post. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be probably the main my main thing that I'm sticking to. I'm also on the the OnlyFans where I kind of have like my more exclusive type mm-hmm. of photos and I think I'm going to add videos to it at some point too. Um, so that I'm just kind of, I don't know, I'm just kind of like uh, almost doing like the spaghetti against the wall uh-huh. seeing what works yeah. and just testing things out and yeah. Well, having exciting. some fun while I'm doing it. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, it really is. It's fun. Hmm. I don't know, I'm getting some ideas for some friends who've been like, I need a job. And I'm like, well, it's like, I mean, it's a great little moneymaker. And you can, I mean, you can block out the area. So, you know, I I have Kansas and Missouri blocked out. So I nobody have a coworker Mm -hmm. or somebody, you know, come across my profile or whatever. But um, yeah, I really enjoy it. If you like having sex or, Mm -hmm. well, it's really more about like masturbating. Masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) You like to masturbate. You like toys, lingerie. It's for you. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wheels are turning right now. <laughs> it's fun. I was working in a restaurant job up until the first of the year. Mm, so um, yeah. I have a room share that helps pay the rent. Here. Nice. But part of me has been like, if I could just not have someone in my space somehow, uh-huh. that would be really I nice. I thought about, I, I actually, before I decided to camp, I was interviewing roommates. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I. I, I want my space, I, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm just dedicating. If I dedicate two hours a day, five days a week, it will pay my rent. So, I, uh, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. And then the more you do it, the more you grow, and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, like, see, so you get those repeat customers who mm-hmm. maybe pay for more and more time or consistently pay for extended periods of time. Yeah. And of course, that's where your real money is, right? Right. Is exactly. the longer chat. And, mm-hmm. and streams or whatever yeah and getting those people when they come back or even to book time with me is like book it ahead of time is nice too mm-hmm. uh, question do you ever worry about your family or parents finding out about it um well my mom knows my dad's passed away mm-hmm. thank god because I don't know how, if he would be too thrilled about it although I used to tell him if I couldn't find a job I was gonna go be a stripper <laughs> Um, but yeah, really everyone who knows me well knows. I, I, I wouldn't really want anyone from work to know, although my friends at work know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and kind of part of me is like, I've had this discussion with my therapist and I was like, well, you know, what I do in my own time is my own business. And yeah, I'm, if I feel like if I get found out, I get found out and yeah, I'm okay with it. Well, and shame on them if they were to punish you or fire you right. or anything like that. Yeah. Like, and I, you, you, you have to be on there to find me. Or somebody that you know was on there and like. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. Everybody has sex. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And it's not like you're even having, I mean, you were having sex with yourself. Yeah. People just happen to be watching. Exactly. Yeah. And if that was somebody who was just in the room watching with you, that's not any different than someone who's doing it through a camera lens, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So. I agree. So, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had a partner who has, like, filmed us together, and there has been that thought in my mind of, like, what if this got out? Uh-huh. Like, what, if, what if he posted it? But then I'm like, fuck it. Like, if, yeah. if he did post it without telling me, mm-hmm. shame on him. If he's making money off of it, give me a fucking cut. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, if anybody around here saw it, I'd be like, well, you know, it mm-hmm. is what it is. Like, I thought that was a private moment with a partner, but I don't think he'll put it up online. But yeah, I, it crossed my mind. Part of me yeah. was like, it might be kind of hot, actually. You know, it's never really, that's something that's never really worried me. Although I've done, I mean, I've made all sorts of little films with partners but my ex, he'd be like showing me off to all of his, he was in construction, so he'd be like all of his construction workers and stuff. I'm like, are you Not serious? Okay. Come on. What is wrong with you? Um, but that didn't even really bother me that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Listen, he asked me, he asked my permission. He's like, may I send this to somebody? And I was like, yeah, sure. Thank you for asking. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I, I appreciate I And I have one of my, my old, he doesn't live here anymore, but. My old fuck buddy, we would have threesomes all the time and so fun. He'd always like set it up. Oh, but he would always, always ask. It was very polite about that. Was it okay if I, you know, send her your photo? Is it okay if da da da? I, if I had to get onto him, he would like put me in like group chats with mm. girls and stuff. And I'm like, hey, dude, I don't, I don't even know this person. Don't, don't yeah. do this to me. I feel awkward. I'm yeah, pretty. bring me in later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, like something established. Here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes, but I'm pretty, eh. <laughs> pretty open. Uh huh. That's a good thing to be. Yeah. Well, shall we do your tarot reading? Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna have you cut this deck into three, please. Into three. Okay. Ooh, tell us what you see here. Okay, ooh, this kind of looks like me on one of my shows. Actually, it kind of does, <laughs> huh? Oh, so we've got a brunette woman. She's got curly hair, nice little boobs. She's got some thigh highs, a blazer, nice little hat. Mm-hmm. Some guys peeking in on over. You know what it looks like? It kind of reminds me of the Thomas Hart Benton, the uh-huh. Persephone, uh-huh. actually. Painting in the background, Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't Almost know Almost like what... it's a dreamscape behind her, right? Yeah. It kind of looks like maybe she's masturbating and that's what her imagination is Okay, uh, doing. yeah. Yeah, she's definitely masturbating. Uh-huh. Okay. Very uh-huh. hot. Good boobs. Sexy. So it's the Eight of Fire. Okay. So the Fire suit corresponds to the Wand suit. Uh, it's the sense of taste and the creative and passionate sphere. Fire controls creativity, desire, and ambition and their satisfaction. It is also that area of our being which seeks the perverse or transgression. So the eight <laughs> is about climax, huh. striving towards a goal and mm. movement. 
It's about Mercury in Sagittarius, which is the need to communicate openly and freely in a demonstrative way. Well, that sounds perfect. Perfectly fitting. <laughs> you are moving openly and freely demonstrating how well you can make yourself come for people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been very open about it with people that are around you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would say hmm. that fits me quite well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a pretty card, too. It really is. It is. Nobody's drawn that card before. Nice. Um, but yeah, the eight, you know, as you know, is like. You're getting up there, like you're you're getting close. Yeah, you know you're, you're building that plan. Yep. Yeah. I actually I was kind of like having a little hesitation about doing this. Like I don't know, should I do it? I had talked to my therapist. She's like, well, you're in Kansas City, so like people in Kansas City, you know, how do you feel about that? And I'm like, oh, okay, you know. But I'm like, you know, I'm just like, I just have to go for it. I just have to do it. If I don't do things, then nothing's ever gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna do it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just live, live the way you want to live your life. Yeah. Just do your thing. Do you. Yeah. Who cares what anybody thinks? And, and that those people will weed themselves out and they exactly. don't fucking matter. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, I had people weed themselves out of my life after, you know, I started pursuing this goal of being a sex coach. I'm sure. Because they were just yeah. not okay with themselves mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course I, they weren't okay with well, me. Well, that's what it is. It has nothing to do with you. It's their own hangout. Mm-hmm. So anybody that would say anything, like, again, shame on them, and that's their own yeah. fucking thing. That's how I feel. Well, I'm so glad you came on yeah, the show this today. Yeah, this was fun. This an awesome conversation. Yeah. About just lots of sex. I <laughs> love it. I sex. love it. Pegging, <laughs> camming, single life. Love yeah. it. Yeah, good times. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And check the show notes for stuff we discussed in the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my not safe for work email list called The Dirty Bird if you want more content about sex and relationships. You can support said content, like my work with this podcast and other forms of media, by visiting listener support with Anchor FM or visit patreon.com to become one of my patrons. Again, check the show notes. I have links for you there. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.